Hello and welcome to the Chelsea Down Under podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jesse. I'm Terry. How you doing, man? Another, this was an intense week of football. <laughs> this is was super intense, especially from a, a Chelsea point of view. <laughs> it might be a good thing that we're recording this later than we usually would because I've had nearly an entire week to calm down. <laughs> yeah, You're watching the game, I I was very, very mad, but... Okay, yeah, so I... I've, I've got a question straight off the bat. For those who don't know, we should quickly mention the game. The game was against Liverpool. If you're living under a goddamn rock, Liverpool the game was against Anfield. The, <laughs> the game was uh, at Anfield, Liverpool v Chelsea. Havertz scored. Was it a great header or was it a misguided <laughs> flick onto the back coast? You have to think if you are an attacking player that if you are an attacking player you're trying to score from there but it also so just the way he did it didn't look like he was trying to score like I don't know it looked like to he think that, flipped it yeah yeah but I mean also from that position you kind of do have to flick it onwards because you're that far forward of the goal but I don't know yeah he did we'll, kind of do it in a loopy way and it worked so we'll take can't it complain either way he'll claim it <laughs> uh yeah so Havertz scored first and then and then <laughs> Reese James gets sent off. Salah scores a penalty. Good for my fantasy team. <laughs> Awful <laughs> for Chelsea. Yeah, <sighs> yeah having Salah this in the one, side. This but... one. <sighs> yeah. Okay. First things first. Yeah. Do you do you think what, what what's your thoughts on it all? I've had a lot of time to think about this. As have I. Was it a penalty? Yes. Accept that. <laughs> it's fine. <sighs> From the what annoys me about it isn't so much the decision of the red card, it was how the decision was made on the red card. Because I don't actually know the answer to this because I've seen so many different interpretations of the same rule about. If it comes off a body part, then goes in the arm, is it a deliberate handball? Whatever. The freeze frame the umpire or the ref sees shows it striking his arm yeah. in front of the goal. So if I'm the ref, I'm like, yeah, red card. But if you just watch the replay, he could see that it comes off his thigh up to the arm and then it hits his arm. So I would say penalty, yes, because it is still stopping a goal. I would accept that. But a red card is <laughs> so harsh for something that just <laughs> flicked up. And then there's an argument, like he did move his arm forward and I don't know. It's a it's a tough, like, does he move his arm forward because he knows he's keeping it out or does he move his arm forward as sort of a natural momentum thing? It's such a tough one. I mean, it's yeah. it's the it's the double it's the double whammy of it. It's the double double whammy of someone who hasn't actually just stuck their arm up in front of the goal and stopped the ball going in. Like that he hasn't is, just that, saved yeah. it with his hand. Like he's tried to go up with his thigh and his arms going up with his thigh, which is a natural sort of <laughs> balance thing for you to do. And it's come off his thigh into his arm that's directly above his thigh. Yeah. 
yeah, it's in, it's a, it is incredibly incredibly harsh. But uh, I did like I went up, I went to the FA's website and looked up the what the rule is on it. And being as I'm trying to be as impartial as I can because obviously very biased towards Chelsea <laughs> and having having the week to recollect and calm down from the immediate anger of watching it live. Yeah, I, I think it was a red card. I think, and and looking reading what I found on the FA's uh, rules website, um, denying the opposing team a goal or an obvious goal scoring opportunity by handball handball offence, um, wherever the uh, goal scoring opportunity by handball offence, the player is sent off wherever the offence occurs. So like. I mean, it doesn't specify deliberate or not deliberate. It just says if a handball happens, denying a goal-scoring opportunity, player is sent off. So, reading. I guess the right decision was inter- made. In. Interpreting it by that, I think yeah, it was a it is a red card, and it it's a, again incredibly harsh red card. But by the just a, of it's goal. just a tough one to. I mean, in the end, it probably didn't matter all that much. Like. Could we have won if... Of course we could have won if there was 11 on the field, but we have to remember we're playing Liverpool at Anfield. That is, that's different than playing Arsenal at the Emirates. <laughs> it's very, very different at the moment. It's a, it's a completely different game, yeah. <laughs> so, look, the fact we walk away with a draw, we got a point from the game that, like, if you said to me before, especially before we bought, before we bought Lukaku at the beginning of the season, if you looked at the fixture list, you know we do have a tough run of fixtures to start off the season. And the fact that, you know, we got through the first tough one with a point and not only a point, you watch that second half. And honestly, I think we came out on top of after how that game, but after them having a whole second half with attacking against 10 men, with the like firepower that they have, the fact that we still came out for the point, I think, is a win for us over mm. them in terms of who got the better of that battle. Oh, 100%. 100%. I walk away from that game and just be like, you know, the only time that we've been scored against now is through an awfully unlucky penalty. Not unlucky in terms of it was the wrong decision, but unlucky in the sense that it happened in the first place. Wrong yeah, place, that's the wrong thing. time. Like if it, it, it would just slightly lower us hitting his thigh, like you know, yeah. the game's the game the game of inches anyway. So stuff yeah. happens, but it does it shows to me that first of all it shows me you know, and not only that people people don't I, I haven't heard people talk about this this week at all. Not only did we have Reese James sent off, so we had a defender sent off. He then had to take off Kante because of injury, as well. So you get rid of you get go down to ten men because of a red card. And then you get rid of your best defensive uh, screen with the best defensive screener in the world has to be yeah. taken off as well because he's got injury. The fact that then that team pulled through and I'm going to, my man of the match, it, you, it has to be Mendy. How can it not be Mendy? <laughs> yeah. He, he made what, six saves in the game. Most he's ever made for, for, a, for a Chelsea. Yes. What did he? What did he have? He had. Uh, da, 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 da. It's not coming up here. There were seven shots on target. So I don't know. I'm trying to look for saves in this um 
Yeah, six saves. Yeah. Four diving saves. Yeah. Like he made he did make some good saves in the in the first 10 minutes of that half. And once we got through his first 10 minutes, I almost thought it was almost like the defenders saw Mendy behind them saving goal saving goals that probably could have gone in. A couple of them should have gone in. And he pulled out some amazing saves. As a defender, you're looking back there going, we've got someone behind us who's not letting that ball in the net. Let's give yeah. him a chop out now and really... And once you once you stop that early momentum of Liverpool coming out in the second half, they're up a man, they're just going to fire it at the goal. Once they're like, we're going to need something special to beat this keeper, then you top that up with a defence who's like, you're not getting past us, let alone getting a past him. Like, That's the thing. I think also in the second half, we didn't let them have any shots from inside the box either, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure all the shots they had were outside of the box. Yeah. We just, we just kind of kept them to having long shots, which is, you know, reduces their chance of scoring. And it, it gives us possession again, kill a bit of time. It, yeah, it, it just kept them off uh, what they do best, which is just, yeah, playing balls in in that final third. Yeah. No, it was, it was a really good game. I thought what I liked about it is we still had, you know, three or four opportunities at the other end as well to put pressure on them to be like, and I think that also helped sort of be like, we d- you know, yeah, we did. you can't just fire forward. If you fire forward too much and we get it, we're going to score at the other end. Um, yeah, we, we, we put them left out in their mind that if they commit all of their forces forward to get another goal, then we're a good chance of coming back up and countering because, I mean, I think I think it was Kovacic that came very close, had one almost one on one with a keeper. It was on it was off to the side a little bit, but he was pretty much one on one. I think it was Kovacic, yeah. Yeah. Um so very nearly could have won. Yeah. Still I mean, still with 10 men. Like yeah. it was uh it was very good. Um in the end. You probably think that because we had a couple of chances after the goal. From Lukaku and Mount, it would be nice if they put it away in the first half. Um, yeah, but you, like I said, we'll take the point. It's Anfield. We'll take the point. Walk away. We've got Villa next game. We'll talk about the Villa game next week because um, we've got to fill up the international break somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but dang, international break! Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do in my weekend anymore. But <laughs> um, but we've got Villa next week. Then we've got a Champions League game against Zenit midweek, so we can talk about that as well. Um, but then we play Tottenham on the on the weekend after that. So, you know, a tough way to run City after them as well, and you've been to the Champions League. It's going to be a tough uh, month in September. We play, yeah. we play Villa twice, uh, who aren't a bad team. Who yeah. made a, a lot of good signings after... Phillies and Grealish are a solid squad. Uh, we play a Tottenham side who are currently uh, top of the table, three wins, three goals. Yeah, they're, they're plotting along nicely. We play Tottenham without, without Kane for pretty much all that as well. <laughs> no, then we've got two tough Champions League fixtures against Zenit and Juventus away, and then City at home, all in the month of September. Once we get through September, 
clear sailing, my boy. But <laughs> we need to get through this yeah. September period. It's going to be a, it's a busy, busy month. It's going to be we got one, two, three, four, five, six uh, matches. Remember, we're going to play the first match till the eleventh. So yeah, we've yeah, got looking at looking at the fixtures after that. After that game against Juventus on the thirtieth of September, there's not really a a big opponent we come up against till probably probably Leicester in, on twenty first of November, and then there's Juventus and Man United after that. But yeah, it's a run of like. A solid month or so. If we can so, stay undefeated yeah. through those games, we've got a real chance of a lot of good things happening this season, for sure. Yeah. Um, should we... Uh, let's quickly touch base on all of the transfers, of which there are many. <laughs> yep. Transfer period officially closed, and, man, I did not realise how many players <laughs> we shifted on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness gracious me there's no i don't have the official numbers on here obviously but we signed uh obviously the big signing marcus bentinelli from fulham the big one <laughs> free transfer, free transfer. Uh, back up to the backup keeper <laughs> yeah <laughs> we bought in uh lukaku uh little known striker yep. um yeah should do big things <laughs> we brought in a, a man by the name of sol Niguez, which yeah, love the name. <laughs> Sol, yeah, Sol Niguez from. I have, Africa. I haven't seen a lot of him, but I've heard that he is a yeah, a solid midfield kind of engine kind of player. Yeah, he plays. Uh, so he plays center mid, sometimes defensive mid, sometimes on the left in midfield as well. Um, so from what I've seen, not a big goal scorer, but he played a lot for Atletico Madrid. And let's not forget Atletico yeah. Madrid for the last what six seven years have been a really solid well last side. year they won the league didn't they, they won the league last year yeah yeah so he is going to be a solid player is he going to be in our starting 11 probably not but no, he is going I to be cover he, to he will Kante. be a solid rotation player yeah he'll be a good he'll be a good cover for Kante, who let's not forget has been injured twice already this year i don't know if yeah. he's going to be out for the next game but he did hurt his ankle again Again, in the game against Liverpool. Um, and, you know, it's tough because, like, as a, as a Chelsea fan, you want to see the young guys play, obviously. But, like, if you, wanna, if, you, if you want that midfield to be as strong as possible, who replaces a Jorginho or a Kovacic or a Kante if they go out? Like, God forbid we have two people go out in that midfield. Then you start getting towards... Do you move Mount back there? Like you could do that, but he isn't. But he's in his ideal position. Do you? Yeah. Um, do you? You know, use someone like a, a Chalaba like, who played. He came yeah. on for Jorginho. Yeah, Chalaba there. Uh, Loftus Cheek. I would like to see Loftus Cheek, but you know, how much longer are we going to wait for him to be the player that we want him to be? Um, yeah. So, it's a, it's a loan deal at the moment. It's a solid loan deal. I think it'll just be good cover. I think it'll be similar to like when it'll be. It might. I don't. I don't know exactly the ins and outs of it to be honest. But I imagine what it might turn out to look like is the Kovacic deal, where he came in on loan from Real Madrid and then we signed him. I think. I think that's what. I think that we bought him in for a five million uh, euro loan with an option to buy for thirty five after the year. I think that's what it is. 
Right. So, so, so yeah, pretty similar to the Kovacic deal. Yeah. So if he can come in and, and he plays well and, and he can sure us up squad wise, I mean, we've already got a very strong bench adding him to it, adding a, a legal winner, uh, you know, player from a very solid, you know, one of the more, one of the more defensively solid teams in the Federico Madrid in world football. And yeah, he would have been a big part of it, playing in that midfield role, shoring up the defense. Yeah. Uh, should we start? Which which list should we start with? The permanent departures or the loans outs? Permanent. <laughs> they're they're the more important ones. Most permanent. of the loan outs were were pretty minor players that you wouldn't expect to be playing for the first team anyway. But so Tammy Abraham's going to AC. Milan, is that right? Yeah, AS, AS Roma. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, little uh, tip to whoever runs the official Chelsea websites. <laughs> You've got down Tammy Evans to AC Milan. That's not entirely accurate. Uh, no, he, yeah. In fact, entirely wrong. The, yeah, reunited with Mourinho at uh, Roma. He did. Um, yeah. Uh, we, we got rid of Willie. He just got released. Um, Olivier Giroud went to AC Milan. He did go to AC Milan. <laughs> that is he true. Did. Yes. Uh, Mark Guihi, Guihi to Crystal Palace. So we'll see him floating around. Uh, when we play Victor Moses left, Bartat Moscow, obviously a fantastic player for that season. When we had Conte flying through as a wingback. <laughs> Yeah, it was he, immense that year, and then he just yeah. disappeared. And I guess that's just sort of what that's. What it was kind of when when Sari came in and changed the formation. He just didn't have use for him. Yeah, still great player, but yeah. Um, Fikao Tomori went to AC Milan. Uh, Marco yeah. Van Ginkel, who's been around forever and a day, went to PSV. David Zebacosta went to Atlanta. Kurt Zuma went to West Ham. That makes me sad. That does make me sad. Yeah, I, I'm happy for I him. I like him. I like. I liked him. Yeah, I hope he does well at West Ham. I hope he gets into Europe Europe spots because that means there's one less place for Arsenal. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I mean, with the with the squad that West Ham have at the moment and how how they've been playing, they're sitting above us on the table. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously West Ham is a rival of ours as well, but I. I like yeah. Kurt Zuma. He's a good player. Hope he does well for himself. Yeah. Izzy Brown to Preston, Lewis Bates to Leeds. Jamal Blackman got released. He's another player who's just been around forever. <laughs> He's just yeah. pops up all over the place. Pierre Equire Ellenby to West Ham. Mark Marcel Lewis to Union St. Louis. Tino Liveramento to Southampton. Luke McCormick to AFC Wimbledon. Daniello Pantic to Partian Belgrade, Miles Pert, Harris, Brentford. Jesus Christ, this list is long. DNL CMU, Southampton, John Russell released, and now he's at Huddersfield, it says. Ike Ugbo, KRC Ghent, Jack Waitley, he was released, he's now Wickham Wanderers, Charlie Wiggett to Newcastle. Interestingly enough, <laughs> that, is a, that is a clear out and a half of players. We yeah. spent a net two million pounds this this transfer window because of all those players that went out on permanent loans. Obviously, the big ones there: Tammy, 
Zuma. Zuma are probably the two. And Tamori as well, probably. Yeah, they were there. Um, I believe Tamori was about 29 million euros. Zuma, about 35. And Tammy, 40. Yeah. Sad to see them go, but they're clearly not in the first team plans. I think there's a buyback clause in the Tammy one. I don't know about the others, but... um, Yeah, which knowing Chelsea probably will be activating (laughs) that in about two years' time. (laughs) Knowing our luck. Um, or, or knowing our luck, we won't. And then two years after that, then we'll decide to buy him back for <laughs> yeah, true. four times what we let him go for. But, you know. We'll see. Um, yeah. No, look, uh, obviously those players, you know, good young players, they had a couple of good years with us. Hope they all do well, um, particularly Tamori and Abraham, because they're not playing for West Ham. In the Premier League, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, you know, always, always keep close tabs on those guys being youngsters coming through the academy. And you know what? Like, it is what it is. Obviously, we'd like to see academy players come through. The fact of the matter is, Chelsea are a world class football team. For a 19, 20 year old to come through and take a place like Mount has is very, you know, and- Mount and Reese James and, you know, Chalabas having a go at it. Um, and- did Christensen come through our system as well? Yeah, Christensen came through as well. So we've yeah. had a couple, you know, come through. Billy Gilmore looks like he could make the cut in a couple of years, maybe if he keeps developing. Yeah. So, you know, we've it, it's worth The fact of the I matter, think, yeah, like a lot of those players probably wouldn't have got the chance if it wasn't for the fact that we had that transfer ban a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. If, if that happened, that we they may never have you know, made it through, to be honest. Yeah. And here's the thing. I think we've got to be realistic about it. We're, we're always going to be a buy club. We're always going to be a club that buys the big players for a lot of money to improve our team. And that is, it just is what it is. I'm more, wor- I'm, I'm more worried about the net spend of the club. So if we're only spending £2 million pounds net... And bringing uh, in quality players that do improve the squad... Then. Yeah, and we're getting rid of obviously a lot of those players were never ever going to play for the first team, and then a couple that got us, you know, twenty five million plus, were players that were like, could they be first team players? Maybe, but they're not as good as the players that we have or the players we can bring in, and we can sell them for thirty forty million each. This this might be the case with someone like Chalaba. Who, who might get to a point where he's just not first-team defender quality, but another prem, another Premier League team will snap him up for $40 million. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And that's I, the and thing. I think that's... Like Chelsea's always had a very strong academy and stuff as well. So they've always produced quite good players, but not a whole lot of them make it through to the first-team side. But at least it can be used to fund, you know, bringing in players. Mm. And, it, yeah, should offset some of that big spending. Um, sorry, the loan's out. Armando Broger to Southampton, Connor Gallagher to Crystal Palace, Billy Gilmore to Norwich. I hope he does well. We'll keep an eye on him during the season because I really like Obviously. him. Obviously, yeah. Uh, Nathan Baxter at Hull, Jake Clark Salter to Coventry. I think we signed him and then we loaned him back out. I think that's what happened. Or I'm not entirely sure. It's a bit confusing on the page I'm looking at, but yeah. Uh, Levi Colwell went to Huddersfield, Juan Castillo to Birmingham, Danny Drinkwater to Reading. 
Yeah. And sometimes forget we bought Daddy Drink Water just because. <laughs> reason for. I think we paid like 30, 40 million for him as well. Mm. Like, we really needed someone to just be around the place who was from England. I think that's that, what literally was the. I think it's like him and Barkley because we needed some players. We just England. needed English. Yeah. And now that we've had a few players come up through the academy, it's like, oh, those players that we bought just for that English quota. <laughs> We yeah. can just off them. <laughs> um, Ian Martin to Coventry, Baba Rahim to Reading, Dujon to Sterling to Blackpool, Jamie Cumming to Gillingham, Henry Lawrence AFC Wimbledon, Matt uh, Mirza, 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 Mirza. Yeah, he's the guy that's been on loan for like ten seasons in a row or something. Man, I think he's been you imagine a doing that. Like, I'm pretty sure he's Chelsea's longest-serving player. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but I know he's been around forever. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, I would just want to be sold. I'd be like, I just let me go somewhere. I don't want to just get loaned out. He must be on decent money just to, wanting to go wherever the hell he's consent that particular year. <laughs> okay, no, I, I, I don't I don't think that is. I, I, I think I was thinking of another player, but... Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Emerson to Leon. Mitchy Batchiway, your boy. <laughs> Keeps getting loaned out. Yeah. He, to be fair, he, he is a, he's another one of those players. He is a good player, but he, like, where's he going to fit into the squad? <laughs> he, there's no way he gets. This next he, guy, he, Bakayoku. He, he was bought along the same year as, um, drink water and stuff. He was one of those Conte era signings that just never worked. Just never played. <laughs> Happened to him. You know, he just, he's perpetually think, on loan. He's going to be in AC Milan for two years. We've loaned him to AC Milan for two years. We're not yeah. selling him. <laughs> I'm selling him. Anyway. Because <laughs> we bought him for fairly big money because he came from that um, AS Monaco squad that did yeah. really well in the Champions League and everyone thought they were going to be hot shit. Then we signed him for like 40 million. Then he <laughs> played, like, I think he played like 20 games total and he was, he made like a pretty woeful mistake in cost us a game. And he didn't really get any games <laughs> after that. And then he's, he's just been on low down for since. Uh, Kennedy to Flamengo, Carlo Ziga to NK Ruda Valenji, uh, Thiamo Bello to Rapid Vienna and Ethan Ampadu to Ven- Venezia. <sighs> and breathe. <laughs> So, so many. I wish we could talk out. about so all those loan deals, but we run out of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so, so much. Oh, Jesus Christ. I hope those loans go well. I hope Billy Gilgamore goes well. It's the one I'll be watching. Fingers crossed. Real quick, just to cover it off the under 18s played Norwich City. Uh, they won 3 1. Um, Malik Mothersill scored one, uh, and then Ronnie Stutter scored two. Um, in the second half. Uh, the third goal, if, if you haven't watched the highlights, the third goal is an incredible pass. <laughs> um, <laughs> really, really, really good pass. Uh, Osman Foyo scored for the home side uh, to get them a goal. <sighs> the first loss of the season, Terry. They're under no. 23s. No. <laughs> <laughs> they lost 2 1 to West Ham. Um, watch the highlights of this one as well. 
there's you can't you can't dance around it. Um, our keeper Bergstrom, he cost us the first goal. <laughs> he, he did. <laughs> just is what it is. Oh. No hate here. No hate coming. No, nothing here. Just, he just did. <laughs> just what happened. Uh, so Will Greenridge scored for them and Harrison Ashby scored in the 98th minute. <laughs> 98th minute. Uh, Brian Solag Fiabema scored our goal in the 35th minute. Disappointing. Lost 2-1. First loss of the season for the club. Here's what it is. I'm sure they'll be fine. Um, but they need to start getting their, getting their uh, stuff together because they're currently two draws and a loss in three games. So... Oof. Yeah, we'll not, see not the best start. Not the best start. That'll be fine. I'm sure that'll be fine. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, yeah. Oh, anyway, man, you're going to enjoy the international break this week? I'm going to be really bored. <laughs> that's that's for sure. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of football. You know, this is a down under podcast. Australia is playing well tonight for me. <laughs> In, in about would, seven hours, so late ooh, for you. <laughs> yeah, probably not watchable time for me. No. Uh, Getting up at 2.30 on a Sunday morning <laughs> to, to watch the Liverpool game was hard enough. Yeah. Um, we won't cover it off too much because, to be fair, to be frank with everyone, we don't know a hell of a lot about this topic, but I'm we are endeavouring to learn more about it because it's important to learn more about it. The women's team plays Arsenal this week on Sunday, 12.30 uh, England time. Um, obviously, the Chelsea women won the Women's League last year and got to the Champions League final. So we do have a really good team. Our girl, Sam Kerr. Uh, yeah, the big one up front, smashing goals. So I'm um, looking forward to watching them play, looking forward to getting to know um, the women's team a bit more than I do currently. Um, so if you can, give it a watch. It's good. It's good. It's really good. We've got a really good team there. Um, and it's always nice to beat Arsenal, no matter who, <laughs> no matter what <laughs> form of football it is. It always feels good. <laughs> it's always good to beat Arsenal. Uh, <laughs> so that's the, the only game this week. So I guess we'll talk about that next week. Um, and then we'll we'll talk about the the international break. We'll find something to talk about. There's always something to talk about with Chelsea. <laughs> There's always something. <laughs> always. All right. Well, we'll talk to you uh, next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>